0: Welcome to episode 86 of Stageworthy. I'm your host Phil Rickaby. Stageworthy features conversations in Canadian theatre with artists of all stripes, from actor to director to playwright and more. My guests this week are Nick May and Jessica Bryson of Theatre Topicos, who are bringing their play Wordplay to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival in August. If you're listening for the first time and you like what you hear, I would love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast. You can find StageWorthy on Apple Podcasts, Google Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to drop me a line, I would love to hear from you. You can find Stageworthy on Facebook and Twitter at StageWorthy Pod, and you can find the website at StageWorthyPodcast.com. We were just talking about Edmonton, or Edinburgh, not Mm -hmm. Edmonton, and uh, you're taking, uh, the the show is called... Wordplay. Wordplay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's Wordplay about? Wordplay is about the
1: power of words and why it's okay to say some words sometimes, but not other times. It lives in a world of comedic realism, like, ultimately, why can I casually call Jess a bitch, but she can't casually call me a faggot?
2: Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Like that light, fun, breezy topics like that. (laughs) Uh,
0: Those those are, those are, you know, topics that are not like heavy and laden. No, uh,
2: I don't think so. I, I think everyone's fine with it. But no, it's I, 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 because it came out of like very real conversations we had had fights, drunk fights that we'd had in real life. uh, We've known each other for a long time, and uh, that you know, it's uh, I'll just say the language. It's about a fag and a fag hag, like how we became friends and why. Why in that dynamic, when everyone has language that they don't like, when everyone feels oppressed in some way, why is it... A, like, why do we...
1: Why, why are certain things appropriated, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, why? Or okay, okay, right? Like, and, and it's all about the times and the moments, and, and we hash it out and have zero... I don't think we can actually have any solutions.
1: No, but, I mean, that's not what it's about. It's about why... I, we didn't the, solve world problems. No, but, <laughs> No, but like how can these conversations happen with friends, and yeah. maybe this same conversation probably wouldn't happen publicly, even though it kind of does because you're watching the show. But why like why is it okay to even bring it up sometimes? Yeah:
2: Yeah, and it's all pretty dark, <coughs> and we laugh. We think it's funny.
1: It, I mean, it gets a lot of. It, it was, it, I mean, we got we had pretty great success at uh, the International Dublin Gay Theatre Festival mm-hmm. last year. Um, the audiences there were very supportive and appreciative of the show. Very different than Canadian audiences, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. Um, we because it is you know ultimately a conversation between two friends. Um, it is something, mm-hmm. and we swear a lot in the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Canadian audiences were like awkwardly laughing about the dirty words that we would use right it was shocking for them to hear us like go to certain places with those yeah, words right. and like you know throw out cunt 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 and the irish audiences were so much more invested in how the- we
2: treated each other and how we we had a, a straight character that we treat like shit mm straight male, white male, and we treat him like shit, and they're like, oh, you treat him so bad. Like, they're so upset. I think that my favorite
1: thing that I heard about it was that, like, so this third character who's only in it for a hot sack... Uh, so i like, it's really their Cinderella story.
2: <laughs> which is not the point of the story at all.
1: But lovely. Like, yeah. lovely that that's how they interpreted mm, the show. Yeah. Uh, and that it was so different in different places, which is why mm-hmm. it's so exciting for us to bring it to Edinburgh and have, again, a very different audience as well. Still mm. European, but so many people come to Edinburgh to see shows. I'm excited to see what, you know, the whole the audience as a whole thinks of the yeah. show.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, you were saying before we started that The show has sort of like a longer history, not just that Dublin festival, but you guys have been working on it for a while. So when did the conversations that you guys were having start turning into a show? So 2014,
1: so the the conversations probably initially started like in 2011 2011 maybe uh and you know over the years we would continually have these conversations as we got together and chatted and we're both
2: theater people so it was like we should write a play we should write
1: a play uh and there was a festival coming up that we wanted to submit to i think i approached jess and i said there's a festival let's write a show this is my kind of initial idea we sat down hashed it out i think we probably initially tried to make it more of a more traditional theater piece. Mm-hmm. And then we realized that it became far more interesting when we were just us yeah. being us, mm-hmm. having these conversations. And it's since evolved, and we are now, I mean, almost caricatures of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and we
2: brought on a great director who was like, this show is about you guys, so he like we, we break the fourth wall so much more now because he was like... Screw, screw that fourth wall. It doesn't make sense at this part and this mm-hmm. part and this part. Break mm-hmm. it because it's not... It doesn't matter. You don't need it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's just great. Yeah. Griffin. Griffin McInnes was our director and he's fantastic. He helped guide the show to a much better place. Its original formation for the Gay Play Day Festival here in Toronto in 2014 uh, was a short piece. It was like yeah. 25 minutes long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we sat on it after that After about, for about a year And said, let's, I don't think this story's done. And the show lives in a very topical place as well. We talk about a lot of, you know, issues with uh, feminism and LGBT rights and things that are constantly happening in real, in our real lives. Uh, And so the show in each sort of evolution has changed and grown. And now it's an hour long one Mm -hmm. act. uh, And that's kind of where it sits now. But still, every time we do it, it grows. We're excited. To, change it again to
0: change it to
1: let it grow with I'm this I'm putting cuck in the show for sure <laughs>
0: yeah. well that is that is that is a word that is uh uh very pop- has been very popular over the last <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the right word to say like we've heard that word a lot topical it's, because it's yeah.
1: become more topical I don't
2: know. Yeah. uh yeah and and we get to make fun of white supremacists by you
1: know yeah
0: <laughs> in the process reclaiming yeah. it fuck those guys <laughs> um so. So, this, this, when you're saying that it was like you didn't do a lot of, uh, it's not, not a traditional show, how can you describe, like, if somebody's going to see this show and you're saying it's not a traditional yeah. show, how, how, what can they expect when they, so it's. Well,
2: number one, if you come. To Edinburgh Which would be the only time We get to see it Come, uh, to, Ed, come uh, it, to Edinburgh It will be in a bar It takes place in a bar space Which was perfect for us I don't know if everyone Always loves that But we're like Great Because we actually Chug a beer off the top uh, And hand out alcohol mm-hmm. As a part of it Because it, the whole thing Starts Like we break time and space It starts in the now and then we are like, let's go back to that time. And yeah. it's supposed to take place at 4 a.m. So, mm. l-
1: like, lighting-wise, when you go to the show, it's not... Uh, the lights tra- are on the whole time. The, it's, yeah, it's not traditional <laughs> in the sense of, you know, now the lights are down mm. and the show yeah. is beginning. <clears> Everybody <throat> yeah. quiet. Lights. It starts with us right. out in the audience chatting with people yeah. uh, about words. And, mm. like, you know, yeah. we would start in Dublin with, you know, w- what's the worst thing that somebody's ever called you? Uh, mm. and then when possible we threw some of those things into the show as well uh, which was pretty interesting yeah Did you
0: guys start are you sitting in the audience or are you just like no, no. really like, they,
2: like, they know that we're it's our show and we like we're like hey come on in like we had posters where were like that says like what's worth the anyone's called you and it's all very casual and like <laughs> the show has not started yet and then kind of when we're ready we get up on stage and we're like hey and it starts and then
1: we, we tell we, our story about why why yeah. we're here what we're doing and then kind of it morphs mm. from that into
2: the fourth wall Uncreated created, and now we're back in time right. in that place, um, with
1: uh, with allowances for breaks in between. Yeah,
2: it's uh, like time is a lot of less of an issue for like when is this happening is less of an issue for us. Right. It's like we're using the, our history to have the conversation, but it definitely starts in out of time space. Fourth wall gets broken.
0: Yeah. In terms of like creating shows, do you guys when it have you created a bunch of shows before, or are you is this like your first like? show that you 've been a, been creating, so this is
1: our first collaborative <coughs> piece together. Mm-hmm. Jess lives in the improv world, so she 's always creating <laughs> new things all the time yeah. um, and then for myself, besides things in theater school, uh growing up nothing uh, nothing i 'd say notable mm-hmm. this is our you know the first thing that we 've built from the ground up uh, mm-hmm. as far as a show grows it goes
0: yeah did you ever i mean we all go through our theater school or whatever that, that that process is. And when I was in theater school, they never talked about creating your own show or anything like that. I don't know if you guys found when you were uh, doing that or if you did do that, did, did the idea of creating your own work come up? No.
2: Uh, I for sure was already in improv and they were already eye rolling, uh, but it was like a... I, and I also had already come from a different kind of theater perspective. My dad was a high school drama teacher, and I was like, I already kind of was like, I had a sense of like, very, very few of us are going to work mm-hmm. Shakespeare to Shakespeare, and the rest of us are going to have to learn how to produce and write and create and direct our own shows if we want to work in theater. I, I, and at that point. So at that point, and improv was already all about that. So I already had felt like, well, most of us are going to have to do this. And the only other time I had felt like that was, um, uh, encouraged was I did what's it called? Where you make it up, it's not improv, but it's
0: <laughs> devised, <sighs> devised, devised, devised
2: theater. <laughs> oh my god, where I was like, This is improv, but I guess we're gonna keep it and do it I, again. You know what
0: I love about devised theater is it you should just call it making it up, yeah. <laughs> Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But, but it's
1: become very but like taking but it very seriously. It's become very, <laughs> it's become very like bougie. A become little bit. It, it, yeah.
2: I it, was in school what 10, <coughs> 10 years ago, thirteen years ago, and it was just as bougie. And mm. it's a
0: devised piece.
2: And I was like, this is improv, but we're gonna keep on doing it, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I was like,
0: um, you know, it was. Can I, would, w- yeah. can I jump in and ask you a little bit about the eye roll about improv? Oh, is that? Yeah. Is that? Bitch! Um, <laughs> so did you like walk in and you were like, I do. I've been doing improv. improv. Improv for five years And everybody was like Oh my god
2: I had come from I went to an arts high school And then I I came from Theater background really Mm -hmm. um, And then started doing improv And loved it Like I was like Oh I think there's a misconception About what it is People are taught it really poorly and mm-hmm. watch bad improv. Like, I think it's that's what it is. Well, no, because it's like true. if your only concept is that one thing you saw at that bar that one time or that one improv class mm-hmm. that your acting teacher taught you and you did, you know, park bench for an hour and you're like, this sucks.
1: Or or I watch Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, in the 90s
2: yeah. and you're like, and that's it. and And yeah, if that's all you have, then I can see why you'd be like, it's hacky, but... But also, there's like a there. People love to take themselves so seriously, and I, that was the worst in theater school I, mm. I found. Um, and it was like, well, drama is where it's at, and I'm like, well, then why is comedy so hard, and why why are you so scared of it? Mm. So I think the eye roll for the most part came out of fear, yeah. A fear of doing it, and then a genuine like disconnect from not really knowing what it is. Because yeah. um, in my in my experience, having done it, you know, for well over a decade now. Um, it's it's theater and it's and it's it's a lot, most people don't know what long form is like you've seen the work that I do it's like plays we're improvising yeah. plays um, and most people couldn't do that and the dance between drama and comedy is so real and it, there's no comedy that doesn't have drama inside of it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: well, it's it's so different as well, like the, <laughs> and I think that there's a learning for even within the arts within the theater community. I mean, there's improv as a tool within what we do, and then there's improv as, a, yes. as its own art, right? And this is something that I think there's a big divide yes. in.
2: But there was very it was very heavy eye roll, mm. you know, like oh, you're doing that. Like it was the only thing, you know, how like in the drama programs they're like, you cannot do a play outside of the program, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. but they're like, oh, improv, do whatever you want. Like it's like very like oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. But it, like, it was very dismissed. I
1: wasn't allowed to do improv and I was
2: You didn't even try. Yeah, um, <laughs> did you
1: guys
0: go to the same theaters? No. You? no. No. <laughs> <laughs> you went, which,
1: which
2: stage I was? went to UBC, and okay. then I, I didn't do the... Um, I, I guess I started in the, the traditional acting
1: Program. stream,
2: and then I went and did just a theater
1: degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went to an acting conservatory in New York <laughs> called AMDA, the American Musical and Dramatic Academy. <laughs> uh... Yeah. So that was my experience. I mean, in my experience there, just back to your original <laughs> yeah. question about, um, you know, were we told or encouraged to do our own work? I mean, it was always said, but never explained. <laughs> so it was, it was, you know, when you, and this is, I know it's a different place. It's New York. There's a lot more theater, but also a lot more people there. Um, so it was, you know, you're, it's going to be difficult to find work. So, you know, what you should do is create your own work. And there was a full stop there. There was no explanation of, um, like, how do you create your own work? Where do you start? What do you do? How do you produce? How do you produce? Isn't that, that's like the, that's like the million,
0: if if theater schools start teaching that stuff, we would have, like...
2: It's like, you know what, how come in high school we didn't learn how to do our taxes? What was (laughs) the point of all of
0: it?
1: Right? Like, like, teach me some life skills, not what's sine and cosine in (laughs) math class. I still
2: can't remember. I
0: don't know what that means. (laughs) Um, But, it's It's funny, when I was in theater school in um, (laughs) 90-something, like, the whole idea of producing your work was like if you weren't going to make it. Mm. Like, what
2: is? Ma- but like, the, yeah, but of like, course that you know, was maybe, when there was government maybe, funding and like yeah. you know. But
0: it was all like maybe you know okay maybe you know you could you know you're going to go to your audition you're going to do Shakespeare you do Stratford you do this sort of thing, or you know, if you're doing solo work or you, you know you do the, the fringe <laughs> festival or something. Yeah. But it was never like
1: you could always you know, do the just, fringe.
0: Yeah, you could <laughs> always do the fringe. Like, pat like, on the pat on the like, back. back. Yeah, but <laughs> it was all, it was like and now it's like these are essential parts. Yeah. of a lot. I have friends yeah. that are
2: very successful actors, um, unlike us. And uh, <laughs> like book TV, and you know, or or I no people. A,
1: you were in a commercial.
2: They cut me out. That's true. Uh, but they still had to pay me, so I think I really success. success. I won that That's commercial check mark. Um, success. No, but they still, you know, they they even my agent. I have a great agent, and they're just like, yeah, every now and then you need to go back and do a play or yeah. go into fringe or like, re- especially in Toronto. I think there's nothing wrong with like just. Reconnecting with mm-hmm. some aspect of live work yeah. Or whatever and reminding yourself that. In, and my agent loves <laughs> that I do improv They're like because now That is a huge part of At least for television and film yeah. And commercial work So not necessarily for traditional theater But for that work they're like And we want an improv funny type Or a yeah. comedy type Or can you improvise these lines Or they'll give you a scenario and not mm-hmm. the words And they yeah. want to know that you can like live in it and so it's funny because now that that skill is mm-hmm. uh, is important for that stuff. But I, I think it's kind of in who's who's making it? Like, yeah, no, that's, you know, like, I'm what is the that question, like? right? Yeah. And it's
0: all about definition of what is success in the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think, you know, when I was in, in theater school, this success was work consistently or, you know, get a bunch of jobs in a year. And mm-hmm. that was like, I mean, audition, that's, still job, audition, that's still success now. <laughs> But it was never there were there weren't alternate streams right. that were talked yeah. about. I think now people are talking about self-producing, but never really about how.
1: Yeah, because it's really hard. Well, and yeah. it's taken me or like after graduating from theater school, it, it took me a long time before I started actually doing it because, especially without having those tools readily available, it was like, yeah. like I, I know I want to. Do things, but where do I start? And you put it off, and you put it off, and you put it off because it's it's hard. Yeah. And yeah. then now, finally, in the past few years, is where we're finally making it happen. And mm-hmm. I, I think we as a Jets, but
2: but then also too, you have to decide. I, I, and I struggle with this, so I don't have the answer. But it's like, what what is success for you, right? Like yeah. like for us, like talking about Enbro. Like I was <coughs> pretty reluctant to do it because I had heard horror stories about losing money, and um, uh, and I didn't I didn't want to lose a bunch of money, but it was like. You know, do we think we're going to get famous for doing this? Which is very much the reason why a lot of people do it, bro. I do not think that. No. You never know. But that's not why we're going. I I can guarantee you we won't. No. You never know. But that's not why we're doing it. And it was like, we're doing it because it's an, an adventure.
1: It's an adventure. We yeah. both, we both. I mean, and just going back to even the evolution of this show really mm-hmm. quickly, this was like super exciting for Jess because this was stepping out of her improv world yes. and into going back, going back to scripted work, which is yeah. something that she was terrified about at yes. first. Uh, for me, I, I live in it and I was like, You're, it's fine. Um, <laughs> and and then I'll talk about me doing improv things afterwards, but like how that's my like level of comfort isn't there. Whereas, yeah. But we balance each other out in that way because yeah. of it. Um, I digress.
2: No, but yeah, but why? What is successful for us doing this is doing it. Is yeah. doing it is, yeah. is like taking going a out risk there and doing it, and like, hopefully people like it and we get good reviews. Yeah, and,
1: and after doing it in Dublin, we, I mean, we saw that there was something really exciting about bringing it to a new audience. And Mm -hmm. and I say a new audience because I think that's a challenge sometimes in Toronto theater, Mm -hmm. um, is that we, we live in these like cyclical art circles sometimes. And if it's not your family and friends, who are you really reaching out to, to get to see your show? And so having truly unique people coming to see our show in another country is so exciting. We both love travel as well. So, um, it's like win, win, win as far as going and doing the show there
0: was the run in dublin was that was it several shows was it yeah it was 10 10? yeah, yeah. it was like shows? a
2: week like every night for a week and two mayonnaise. that's a, that's a yeah. good number i think
0: actually. over two,
1: i don't know it was a lot it was a lot <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it was like a, it wasn't it like Saturday to Saturday kind of a thing. Maybe,
1: had, maybe with, with two matinees. Plays? Yeah,
0: that was. I mean, that's a that's a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah.
1: Especially yeah. for going to another country and doing yeah. a show, you don't want to just go and do it once or twice. No, like of course not. You want to like not. let yourself live into it, yeah. and let it grow still while you're there, yeah. like trying out a new space.
2: Yeah, we got great reviews and people liked it. We didn't get huge crowds because mm-hmm. we were trying. We were competing with very Irish plays, uh, for, <laughs> yeah. and it was during. The uh, hundred-year anniversary of the rebellion and stuff, and so there was a play mm. about Oscar Wilde. There was a play about um, about the rebellion, about the rebellion, oh, and, and, and all... about the it was the one-year anniversary of the referendum of the of uh, gay, marriage. gay marriage. and so there was a play so about we were competing that. So we were competing with a, competing a lot, against a lot there of really some, some Irish, very, things. Very Irish things.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah but, but, but we but still have. But we felt very good and,
1: about what we, I think, put into it and got out of it at the end. Yeah.
0: What was your What was your your goal, like? You know, you're not in this, you know, doing it in Edinburgh to get famous. What was, uh, what was it going to Dublin? Was it to do it in that in front of that different audience? Or was it, like, what was oh, your... Yeah,
2: yeah, that's a good question. I feel like um, initially uh, when... And it's always Nick comes to me because I will never find these things because I'm <laughs> too afraid to make these things happen. So he's like, we're doing this thing. I've signed us up. I think it's actually how the
0: conversation went.
2: <laughs> and... Uh, for sure, Ireland. I think was because he's uh, his partner is Irish. It was how can I get a free trip to Ireland?
1: Because <laughs> I think the initial I'm not a free trip, but like how, how can how can you know, how can I justify going to Ireland and um, seeing but, my family? But
2: then it became I'm going to give us the, the secondary. Um, it was really and it was fascinating, and we learned so much by doing it. It was what what is actually the value of this show? Because mm-hmm. we do believe in it, and we do really enjoy mm-hmm. it. And then it became really an on the spot. Like we did one show, and we're like, we have to change our marketing. We have to like we got we had to get new posters. We had to right. get new like it was like nope, this doesn't work. And it was like Canadian audiences and Irish uh-huh. are completely different, which was quite exciting actually. Yeah. Like, it was like uh, like getting there the first night, explaining our show, having these things, and we're like, wow, what what attracts Canadians to uh, especially mm-hmm. queer mm-hmm. feminist theater comedy is very different than what attracts Irish. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure, yeah. this is my boyfriend coming in with groceries. Are you going to cut this out of the podcast? Or Are we going to keep on using? We're
0: gonna it? We're going to keep on going. Honestly, yeah.
2: just so the pe- the listeners uh, understand, um, my boyfriend's really good, and he went grocery shopping. Anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that was really exciting about Ireland. I don't think that was our initial thoughts, feelings, or concern when we went there. No. Like, I think we kind of. I was like, I don't know, like what is going to what is it going to be like? But mm. it was fascinating. It was like we should have honestly just had cunt talks to fag on, <laughs> on the card, and people have been like, I'm going to be there. Like, that would have been <laughs> enough.
1: Yeah. It was, I, one of the really interesting, exciting things about the Irish audiences is... They if they say they're going to come, they come. And I I didn't believe it at first, but I originally reached out to Rob Salerno because he had a show that went I think twice two mm-hmm. shows that went to that same festival, mm-hmm. and I asked him for a little bit of advice. And he said, you know, you have to get out there and talk mm-hmm. to people in the streets and tell them to come to your show. Otherwise, they won't. I was like, okay, that that's that's always the case with any type of fringe. But he was like, if they say they're going to come, they will show up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, sure. And it happened. It worked. I mean, we, we were like out at bars out at
2: this, because it was it's a queer festival. And so we were like the fun Canadian. What, the, what anyone at home can't tell us: Nick and I are about the same height, and we're very loud and very sassy.
1: You're like two <laughs> feet short than me. Not the same
0: height <laughs> at all. Uh,
2: but uh, we had this very fun dynamic at these. There's two essentially two gay bars, and we would like corner people and talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there was like several people that like in Ireland. You forget how fucking small Ireland is. So they're like from you know Cork or Kerry, like driving into Dublin to the only gay bars right. and they're like we'll we will come and mm. then they did and they mm. would drive there's someone from Northern Ireland who like was like I'm coming like and, and I was they like oh, you crossed that great. international border it was an hour
0: away that's, but like you <laughs> did it that's not saying that they're that they're gonna do it if they say they're coming cause you know yeah I mean, sometimes you've been at a French festival you say sure I'm gonna be at your show and you're like oh my God, that's it's, my it's, way it's,
2: of making yeah. them stop talking right? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, hey, right? yeah I'll yeah, be there
0: um just to jump uh, to a different topic for, for a second, I'm curious about. We talked a little bit about, about your your background yeah. uh, and your dad being a, a, a theater I teacher. I said I'm um, I wa- Nick, I want to talk a little bit about, about your background, what brings you to theater. But I'm also curious about um, if your folks were behind the idea of you pursuing theater as a, as a career. Oh. Ooh. Um cuz you know it's one thing yeah, to have a, my a parents dad are teaching theater in high school yes. it's another
2: thing to Um I think uh my parents are very supportive. I'm very very lucky. Um I think my mom cringes at our lack of a pension on a daily basis. <laughs> yeah. Um my 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 partner just got us medical and she's like oh, okay. Well, like you go to you can go to the dentist like you know like she saw it big i think that's tough like cuz i yeah. think being an educator is a much more much more steady mm-hmm. life um, in a lot of ways but i i think my dad is like living vicariously through us like i think i think he yeah they're very supportive they love you they love <laughs> my parents love nick and martin who is his partner and i think they're like go do it like they're very mm. like go do it do it now when when else When else is there to do these things? Yeah. Um, So yeah, like I think all in all, very supportive. I think my mom struggles with the why of it sometimes, but like in the most like, well, go do it thing. And I think my dad would, if we said, Hey, Neil Bryson, do you want to come play a part in our show? He'd be (laughs) like, When, where? I'll see you. Like, (laughs) like, you know what I mean? So I, I think I'm quite lucky for that. Um, and also, my dad taught me, so mm-hmm. I'm, like, pretty well trained.
0: When, when you say that your mom struggles with the why, is that the why of why do you have to do this, or is that...
2: She would never do She's, like, right. terrified of public speaking, mm-hmm. um, although very funny and loud, so I don't know where that's coming from. But, like, <laughs> she she wouldn't make those choices. Right. So, in the sense of, like, anything that you're, like, I don't... Like, I struggle with the why of a corporate life, or being a corporate lawyer. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I get it, you make a lot of money, but, like... Ugh! Like why <laughs> you live in Newmarket? market Ugh. Like why? Like I was doing a corporate uh, teaching improv in Aurora yesterday, and I was like, Ugh! Mm-hmm. Like why would you live here? But not, not to judge. Or anything, not right? to well, no. But it's like you know people judge art- artists for the it's, exact yeah, same thing all the true. time, and it's I think it's just you can support it and get it, but you can't get it because it's not something mm-hmm. you you yourself would want, right? Um. So I think that's really Kind of her only struggle Is it's not something That she would have ever Chosen for right. herself mm-hmm. Um Not even that she Not that there's such thing As truly as a straightener I think we all have Hard careers And hard choices And one yeah. You know the, the freedom I feel Is then the shackle Of not making the money Like you right. know what I mean Like the structure of this Is the lack of money for that mm-hmm. Is mm-hmm. the freedom of this Is the <clears> not free. You know Like it's all Hard yeah. choices But that's I, Honestly I can't complain About my parents They're, they're very supportive people Cool yeah.
0: Nick, why did you choose the theater? Ugh, <laughs> why?
1: Um, so I don't know, my family themselves are not theater people. Um
2: But you're the baby boy, and they love you and they Yeah. You
1: and but I've always had some like I've always been interested in entertaining. My like earliest memory of doing it was I used to memorize commercials <laughs> when I was like 5 years old and I remember my aunts and uncles coming over and my mom and dad being like, "Do it, do do the commercial." And I did this commercial, and they were all... Because I said it verbatim, and they were all laughing, and I had no idea why. And it was years later that I found out that I was quoting an OB commercial. (laughs) Um, And then I, I think the first kind of creative thing that I put my energy into was I was in eighth grade, and... I I wanted to I was obsessed with Charlie Brown Christmas and mm-hmm. I did a staged version for the kindergarten kids not me not just me I like fully staged it mm-hmm. and like transcribed it from the actual uh show itself and we performed it for the kindergarten kids and they loved it and that kind of just kept on fueling the fire and so I would do some community theater and then high school theater and then after that I was like I, you know, go big or go home. So I went to New York City and spent a mm-hmm. billion dollars on tuition for school uh, and then came back to Canada and had like ins and outs of theater because I was caught between corporate life stuff and trying mm-hmm. to pay off massive loans from going to school in New York uh, and then little bits and bobs and now I'm living a more creative life today. Mm-hmm. My family's still very supportive. Um, I mean, they, they do and don't get it because they're like union type people or like, like Jess said with like pensions and you know you're, you want something that you're working towards that is going to have financial stability but they've come to yeah. understand and accept and realize that I'm doing exciting things and I'm doing well for myself and I do yeah. lots of odd types of jobs with and without theater yeah. Uh, and yeah I think at this point now they're excited about it they're mm-hmm. excited to hear when I tell them the new interesting thing that I'm doing
0: do you remember what the fir- your first inkling of what theater was?
1: My first inkling of what the theater <clears throat> was? How did you
0: go to see a show? Is that... Because, you know, the idea of, like, performing a play mm-hmm. for your classmates comes from somewhere.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't have a, a strong memory of it. I'm sure, like, there was probably some school field mm. trip somewhere. Uh, to see something, but I don't... Actually, no, I lie. I lie <laughs> fully. It's, it's all coming back to me. Um, I had... My, my brother-in-law's sister used to work for Stage West in Mississauga. Okay. Um, and they do theater there. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing... The first show that I ever remember seeing there was a musical version of Jack and the Beanstalk. And I saw it and I loved it. And I used to remember singing the songs afterwards... I was about to do it I'm not going to Um, (laughs) I still remember some of the words to them and that's the first thing Mm. I remember ever seeing that's like pre you know my award winning Charlie Brown production Um, and I guess maybe that's the thing that I realized that theater was
2: my aunt took me to see Phantom when I was Mm. five, and I remember The
1: Chandelier well, yeah. Oh, that's something. I that's the chandelier mask. The yeah,
2: but my dad, my dad was a... I knew my dad directed plays, like because mm-hmm. that's what he did. But when when I, I got the job, when I was three, so theater was always.
0: Had you seen plays before Phantom, or was the, was Phantom? That was the first...
2: big, the big first play Phantom. I saw, mm-hmm. but like. I remember my dad put on Guys and Dolls when I was, like, four.
0: But did you
1: see it, or was it just... that like went to work with you know, Guys I, and Dolls. I don't
2: know. Like, I remember... You know when you have, like, young memories that you're... It's hard to remember if it's actually a memory or if it's a picture of a memory? <laughs> yeah. So I can't remember if I actually saw it... Or if I remember seeing like a video of it, mm-hmm. yeah. But I but I knew what Dad did. Dad directed mm-hmm. high school student plays. Like that's what Dad. Yeah. But I was so young.
1: Memories get weird when you get older.
2: Yeah. Well, because that don't you don't your memories start becoming memories of the memories? So yeah. it's hard yeah, to yeah. remember. Like, is if that's act, like when you're like, uh oh, and then this happened and it was like, you, there's no way for you remember that's that. Very it, it, it's the things that people have told you that the you things heard. that you think you remember.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because you know we all have uh, you know my my parents have all always been, you know, to make sure you, you know, take care of yourself, make sure that you're, you know, the job, you know, I hate this job. It's destroying my soul. You know, it's a means to an end. What is the end? What is the end? What is the end? Is the end? <clears throat> and for them, it's like retirement. And it's like you know, there's this whole like generation of do the job that you hate until you turn 60. Then you get a pension and then you can do what you like.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I, when I, when I, when what I'm, you, oh, I was going
0: to say,
2: with anything, what you should do is turn what you love into a job mm-hmm. so you start to hate it. And then, get <laughs> another job that has a pension... Uh, mm-hmm. Life
1: Lessons by Jasper. And, like
2: and then die alone. But, it's like, so I really, want to...
1: When I'm 60, I want to, you know... Yeah. I, I mean, I might be poor then, but I'll remember going to fucking Edinburgh yeah. and performing yeah. for Strangers when I was in my early 30s. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's something that I look forward to, right? Honestly, World War III is coming... It who knows matter. who he, knows we, we we live. I okay. will say that um Jess said something earlier about you know now is the time for us to go and do mm-hmm. this and I remember when we were in Dublin performing we met with my partner's uncle who uh performs and he said to us he was like do it like we said yeah. we were like yeah we might go to Edinburgh he was like do it like there's no reason not yeah. to he was like you'll regret it if you don't like if you have the opportunity fucking take it mm-hmm. yeah. you know mm-hmm. and it was like for for him to you know to, who's had a career and a life like doing theater and other and other jobs as well for mm-hmm. him to give that advice to us I was like yeah like why
0: why would we not mm-hmm. yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah here we go
0: <laughs> when, I mean, there's something to be said for when you're doing a show at home, and you do have your family and friends to come and see that show. You, you hope that more people than just your family and friends are going to come. To well, you realize who your true friends are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but then when you go away from that, and you're like in just away from home and where it's comfortable, um, what's it like? being in a strange place where you really don't know that many people and trying to get them to come to your show.
1: I think for me, it's A, exciting, but B, I've got nothing to lose. So to be silly in front of somebody and be like, come see our show. I'm never going to see that person again. I don't care what they think of me. In some ways,
2: it's also easier because you kind of Mm -hmm. had a point, if you perform enough, where they're like, yeah, okay i'll see your show <laughs> uh you know what i mean so yeah. it's and it's and it becomes hard to convince those people like whereas you know i've never seen it before I've never seen Cana- so a lot of people had never seen canadians perform yeah. before or well, you know what i mean <laughs> like it, it's you know dazzling sure. and exotic yeah. <laughs> um, exotic
0: canadian yeah like and like performer. who
2: knows i and also, what we did before is not... Like, I'm curious to see with Edinburgh, it's a whole other beast. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it really is. Yeah. It's not the same as what we did in, in Dublin. Different culture, different mm-hmm, expectations, mm-hmm. different amount of people. Different
1: stakes as different well. Different yeah. stakes.
2: Like, there's more people, but then there's more shows. And there's yeah. more, like, impetus to, like, like everyone's, like, hustling, hustling, hustling. Um, whereas this was like We just kind of had to show up At the same two gay bars Every every night And be like Come see the show There was
1: more gay bars We just didn't go to them Jess
2: Well we went to the two Anyway <laughs> um, But yeah Whereas this is a little It's like harder But also mm. easier Because in this We're a part of The Free Fringe End of the Canada 150 So there's mm-hmm. like a People are promoting For us On some right. regard um, and we
1: learned a lot about promoting ourselves from doing it previously as yeah, well mm-hmm. so
2: yeah it's more about point like I like yeah it's less about flooding everything with like yeah. handbills it's more about being like please come
1: like Just hey ha- you, having come those come. more meaningful like discussions and conversations like yeah. handing, handing somebody a postcard unless it's a really intriguing postcard but like handing somebody a postcard is not as effective as you know talking to somebody about what makes your show fucking great mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah, so, I mean, who know Like, who knows? We might perform to nobody for half the time we're there, and we might... Perform get, for
1: everyone.
0: Like, for, mm. like, we might be sold out every single time.
2: Yeah. We, I think the thing for us is, like, we quite legitimately might make no money and just lose money mm-hmm. a lot of people do but yeah, it, yeah. it won't be a ton. Yeah.
1: we've done we've structured it in a way that we're not going to lose a ton it'll just be a really expensive vacation where we got to perform if that's yeah. the yeah. case and that's fine yeah. um we actually just did i mean every show has its own different way of fundraising i would say that i would mention that we just did one last week on may 4th we had an event called shit show it was a queer comedy night which was a fundraiser for uh, us going to edinburgh And it, speaking, this is a segue because Mm -hmm. it's a separate thing, but we now saw the success of that and are going to start a monthly shit show here in the city Mm -hmm. as well. Um, Just in terms of, you know, what we're doing as a collective together and building communities artistically, whether it be locally or internationally. Mm. Something else we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm.
0: We also might lose a bunch of money. (laughs) <laughs> Shut up! Is this this is this is both of you? Either your first time doing Edinburgh? Oh yeah, and the last time. So how do you? I mean, in terms of preparing to do it, not just like the financial aspect but like going to Edinburgh, which is you know the biggest festival in the world. Yeah. How? What kind of game plan do you have to go in with?
2: Well, we had a meeting. Well, so we've met with some people that we know that had successful. Uh, Free Fringe show Mm -hmm. last year To kind of get some sense of a Game plan and it sounds like From that we've kind of gathered Some things like you just can't bring your Same old poster like it's gotta be like, has star ratings on it, like, stuff like you you wouldn't necessarily do here, so So there's that plan, mm -hmm. like, there's we're re-upping on our promotional material Mm -hmm. so it is more effective.
1: And we've just, we've met and talked to as many people as we can that we know within Mm -hmm. our own networks that have done it, about what to expect, what to do, what does work, what doesn't work, Um, and different people have been very helpful in that way, Mm -hmm. um, which has been great, Um, and then secondly to that, doing the things that we always do for any type of production anywhere, uh, even if it's local, like, Figuring out what our budgets look like and mm-hmm. and all the fun stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, in terms of promotion, like not having the same old poster, um, but like you got out on the street uh, hawking the show. It's a little bit different. I've heard than like doing the Toronto Fringe or even like Edmonton Fringe. Yeah, it's very. Uh, you have to have a hook. Yeah,
2: yeah, and we like, and especially what we've learned from Ireland is mm-hmm. we have to be more rude
0: mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> like because our show is rude and it's a dark comedy and mm-hmm. it's at night and it's in a bar for a reason we drink we drink on stage we drink real alcohol on stage um no what, no that's
1: like no it's not a secret i'm just joking for fun it's um, not
2: a secret and like it like to a point where there was times when i'm like maybe we should switch it up for juice like, I'm
1: thinking, like <laughs> we tried juice juice <laughs> is not the answer because we ch- like we Polish because. off, but we polish off a bottle of wine in the show, and the juice gives me so much gut rot. It's not yeah. worth it. Um, just and that goes back to what you had asked, or what had, you had asked earlier about what makes it not traditional, yeah. uh, and keeping it alive and like allowing it to be fluid and change and stuff like that, and you know. <laughs> Getting having a little bit of alcohol on stage helps yeah. with that, I think. I think and it, not being afraid of doing it. But as you know well. what, too,
2: I actually think it makes it more dangerous. Like you know, you talk about the excitement for of sure. improv. There's danger in improv, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and I think a lot of traditional quote unquote theater would be like, oh, it's grape juice or water and purple dye or whatever. And we're like, no, no, like are, we're drinking a bottle of wine yeah. on stage that's tucked in my butt for like the first ten minutes of the show.
0: It's, it's it, you were talking about like. Breaking the fourth wall. Mm. And so, are you like not just breaking the fourth wall? Are you like making eye contact, talking to people? Do you go out and, and like
1: at the beginning of the show we do? At the beginning, mm-hmm. we're talking directly to the audience, yeah. um, and then after that, it, there's a shift, and it's mm-hmm. not a clear shift. It's not a, a lighting or a sound cue shift. It's a shift
2: in the way that we're talking to each other. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. uh, and that's when we stop with that, okay, okay. And, and shift, and it's something that is. I mean critiques and comments that we've gotten from people that have seen the show it's like, oh yeah I, d- I didn't know like if you, if like this was just an intro or what was mm-hmm. happening still yeah. Yeah. and we're like that's what we wanted from you we wanted yeah. we wanted you to to be unsure. we yeah. wanted you to to question that right, and yeah. that was a choice,
2: yeah, and we do have a third <clears throat> character that doesn't say anything mm-hmm. um, who can't come to the Festival, so we're
0: reworking um, that. So we might of.
2: also make that an audience member. Like they might not know that they're
0: is playing. Is he? Is he? Like is the guy? He doesn't say anything at all. Is he on stage the <laughs> thing, or is he? So, <laughs>
2: so it's actually played by uh, the guy with the groceries mm-hmm. earlier. Um, it's the one straight uh, male character, and it's actually the whole show is based around where we met, which was a jaw, jo- a twenty-four-hour restaurant. That we started working at and there was one person we genuinely really didn't like that we and we worked with a couple. Like this. yeah, we melded a couple people we didn't like into one character <laughs> who we shit on. We're like bad people, like we're good people, <laughs> like we're good friends, but we're also we kind oh, of yeah. play shitty villains in it. Mm, yeah, and we treat him like shit, and he's like this straight character who we just kind of honestly spent most. He doesn't say anything. He spends most of uh, the play us just treating like yeah. shit, and
1: so he yeah. He, and then he, he has
2: one beautiful speech about. Language and uh, Privilege
1: oh, at the cool. end and Then that we tell, tell them to fuck, fuck off, off.
2: Uh, But yeah we might make an audience member Read that
1: <laughs> Yeah so we're reworking that we don't piece of the learn. show now
2: Yeah but because it's a it's a fun Counterpoint to this. Is, I think we don't think that there's a right and wrong Answer in the mm-hmm. end of this when it comes to language And friends and comfortability but that it is Changing and growing yeah. um, And I think that's how we play that out And the realm of the fourth wall I certainly did shows Where I looked Directly at someone in the mm-hmm. eyes Because we're having a show And it's just like I see you there And Because it's a It's it's scripted But there is always m- Room for improv yeah. In our show And I like mm-hmm. that We don't have a light change Like the house lights Are up for it
1: Yeah
2: Like we have them on At half When people come in We leave them that way mm. The stage lights are on And we leave them that way Because I think we like The idea that like No no This is yours This is ours We're all here right now mm-hmm. We brought mm-hmm. you into our memory Yeah um, And And but we also asked you for yours. And we get right. into a big fight at the end, and people have told us words, and we put them in at the end. We change up the words that we call each other um, mm. because we can, yeah. and so we do. <laughs> and then we leave by walking off the stage, and then we come back on for the bow. But then, yeah, it's...
1: We, we were... We're bouncing around a lot, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, um, this, the, is this is the way we talk. This is what we do. Yeah. Back to really quickly, we were talking about like marketing and like doing the show and how we're going to kind of try to intrigue people while we're there in Edinburgh as well is and this is something we started doing in Dublin is having uh, interactive posters so posters that people were writing on and people were engaging with so right. so they would have <clears throat> questions like what's the most hurtful thing anybody's ever said to you mm. what's the like thing that only a friend can call you Or and different posters that said different things and when people would come into our space or if we just had the posters up somewhere and we were there we would ask people we'd have sharpies with us and we'd say like write on them mm. so we're going to play with that idea a little bit in Edinburgh as well in promoting the show mm. and I mean, maybe we'll that'll have be t-shirts. yeah we'll have t-shirts where people can write those things on us in the streets as well mm. um, so we're, we're playing with mm. that way of, yeah. of enticing people to see the show
0: Nice. Yeah, I always find that the, the, the to get back to that, that breaking the fourth wall thing um, I did a show last summer where my director was like okay so you, this is just you and you're talking to the audience you're going to have to like talk to them so make eye contact with them and as somebody who was trained you know not to not to yeah. That was, like, a terrifying... Like, the idea of, like, okay, so now I'm going to talk to this person specifically. And I'm going to look them in the eye. And the first time I did it, I could not do it. I had to look It's <laughs> such a... Them. It's
2: so powerful, isn't it? Yeah. It, it, like, okay. especially from an improviser's perspective. Yeah. I, I, like, uh, I do a lot of hosting of improv shows. There's something about, like, looking someone in the eyes and being like, don't fuck
1: with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't fuck with yeah. my show.
2: Um, or, like, this is you. Like, it's it's quite powerful. Really? And it is scary, but I think... I think like all scary things, what you get to the other side and realize there's power in that scary thing. It, it's uh, and it does really. You can sense the audience goes,
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, that's that's one thing that I found is the first time because it was my first time ever performing it. It was terrifying to look somebody in the eye. Of the second show, when I'd gotten over that shit and I was able to look people in the eye, it was just like this feeling between like me and them like mm-hmm. seeing them which was which was new yeah, yeah. for
1: this show the reason why it, it wasn't daunting to me and I feel the same thing as far as like theater experience and training and everything like that that like you don't do that mm-hmm. um, and uh, for mm-hmm. this show because it starts with us already talking to the audience mm-hmm. members and because there's no shift, and because at the beginning we are playing ourselves and telling our story mm-hmm. it feels very natural and good in our show to do that additionally like one big challenge and again this is like goes back to theater and training and all that stuff is our and this was a major note from our director is at the beginning because we are us don't be on and don't be like mm. performing it. Just talk. Just, just talk. talk. Right. That's just hard. Do, just makes, talk it's hard,
2: hard because we, we are, are always on. on. Like, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. when we're together. I realized as we did this that show recently, and I had people from my other life, my improv life, coming. So people who know you from different perspectives, in yeah. different places. And I'm like, oh my god, I talk differently when we're next to each other. Not necessarily we're having a coffee, but like when people are around us with yes. the potential of them laughing at us. I, we talk differently. Yes, we and do. And it's like, it's like fast it's, it's riffy. and it's on and it's like, I become sassier, you become sassier. Like everything's just a little bit more heightened. So it's actually work for us to like reel it in. But the hard part is like, what's the natural version of that? That's not will and opposite.
0: grace. We how become you, will and a grace how, in the worst way possible. How do you, how do you figure out, like, how do you go from, oh, do you, like, realize... How do you realize that you're being on and then pull you, that back? You know... You, know, you know
2: when you've allowed yourself to become just a little bit too much. Like, it's the 1930s <laughs> and we're all gonna put on a show. Like, yeah. And I, I think it's it's uh, it's reminding yourself that the tone of your voice, mm-hmm. you've allowed yourself a tone that mm-hmm. is fun and you're getting, like... You, have, you know what it is? You know the, the, the old saying, follow the fun? You actually kind of have to stop doing that. You have okay. to be like, if I follow the fun to... The end point, which is like my ego's satisfaction of laughter, mm-hmm. I'm going to actually take away from the further point which is the reality of yeah. it. So mm-hmm. I need to like pull it back and yeah.
1: It's really nice though to really live in that realism yes. mm-hmm. when you do find that place and you do escape from the performing and the on mm-hmm. yeah. and it does feel really good to look audience members in the eyes and connect.
0: Yeah. It's going to be really hard though to like go from, <clears throat> you know, because we as performers, we we have that. This is what we do. Yeah, we perform, and then to you know have to <clears throat> pardon me, be just yourself, mm-hmm. which can be a very difficult thing.
2: Yeah, well, especially when well, the that's why we. That's why we
0: act, right? We don't yeah. want to be ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
2: and then of course we're playing ourselves. <laughs> we, we are playing ourselves six years ago.
1: Six years ago and heightened <laughs> and by... And heightened,
2: but also it only were... It, six years ago, specifically drunk in the middle of the night, angry, <laughs> uh, but having a good time. Like, it's it's that weird thing of it's, it's acting, but it's capturing a time, but also we start... When you're playing a host self, right, yeah. you're a little bit more... Heightened, so it's like trying to then know that if you if you go too far in your host self, you'll have a hard time connecting to your real self that mm. you're also playing yeah. <laughs> that you're going to turn into in the past. So it's a good acting challenge yeah. too, because then you are asking the question: Is like, who am I? Who am I in that time? You mm-hmm. know what? It is still a character, but it's the character of you at a yeah. time in a space having a very specific kind of conversation. Um, but also, it's intimate. But also, we're supposed to be at work.
1: But it's a lot really, of layers. It's, really, it's <laughs> really weird for friends who have seen the show who are like, "You guys are awful," and we're like, it, "It's not yeah. really us. It's kind of us, <laughs> but maybe we are a little bit awful." But everybody's awful. Yeah,
2: yeah. Ugh. But also, we do address that in the show. Like, we it is do. like the worst version of ourselves, which is like, not only did this workplace make us the worst version of ourselves, but. You know, it is time that... Time
1: place. Time place.
2: But it also is that version of yourself that you're like, no, I'm allowed to be bad because I'm exhausted and I'm right. drunk and I'm in charge. Right. <laughs> so I'm allowed to be a little weird little dictator in this
1: Which also, Which show. also in the show allows us to have the, the conversations that we yeah. have, right? Yeah. Which comes kind of full circle. Yeah.
0: Now, earlier, we were talking about the difference between performing this show for a Canadian audience who get hung up on the bad words yeah, and mm-hmm. the Dublin audience that really sort of Paid attention to the relationship between you.
2: Yeah, it was so <clears> fascinating <throat> because I when we did it, we did it for we did a preview for um, the people that work at the theater that I work at. And Say the name of it, the Bad Dog Theater Company, Surprise the <laughs> the Theater, in, uh, Toronto here. Uh, and That's so weird. I whatever. And um, my friend, we, I, we have these anecdotes at the beginning, and I was like, "Oh, these bitches." No, we
1: call them basic bitches. <laughs>
2: basic bitches, and she was like bitches seemed really like harsh language um, and <laughs> I say that in Ireland they're like yeah there are bitches like they're just like so comfortable like bitches is nothing mm. cunts is nothing yeah, even yeah. Just, like was just,
1: absolutely like, the things thing we would say to each other in the show like afterwards people were like yeah, I don't. know how I felt about like you calling Jessica cunt so much. Whereas in Ireland, like I remember somebody coming to like, you know, I've had these same conversations with my friends. Yeah, <laughs> no, with my cunty friends. Like it was yeah. like. Yeah. But
2: where, yeah, yeah, whereas they got so much more caught up that we were, we we're got, being mean. We we're being mean, and we we're mean. being mean to this other person, but also mean. Like we get mean to each other. Like at a certain point, we get into a real fight where we're, we start but, trying to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: it's good that they felt and saw those things, right? Because like, yeah, this yeah. is so what the show's about, right? right? Like, yeah. like, like, why do words have power? Why, yeah. like...
2: Why did it not matter in one part, but then now it's switched? Mm-hmm. But also, like, I think, like, there's a pivotal point in our fight where I call him a faggot. Mm-hmm. And that got a... <gasps> in Toronto. Remember that point? Yeah. Like, it was
1: like... <gasps> I can't. The believe she's fight started. has
2: happened. The straight woman has called her gay friend a faggot. Like, right. it's... And he's, and like, we've said awful things, and I think I call him a fig at a different point in the play. But because it's... It, it, but it's not a fight, so right. it doesn't matter. And this actually had like a... a like stop a, moment. Like a stop moment, and the audience was like, oh, She went there. Shit. Like, it's happened. Yeah. And in Ireland, we didn't have that same thing. No. But it was like, but there was a point where we're... Ha- but like, there was... I'm trying to think, like, it's like when we were... Just get serious with each other, and they're just like... Ooh, like they've got they've gotten in this serious <gasps> yeah like they're, they're having this they're, 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 ha- they're really talking they're really now.
1: talking they're not they're not like it's
2: not fun anymore it's not funny any- like it's not games mm, anymore yeah and you could feel them have that and that's they talk about these like oh your friendship's gotten this, this mm. turn and it's the same thing really but it was the language that, like the Canadians got caught up in the language mm. Um, Whereas and the
1: Irish got caught up, up with the, the, the seriousness. The, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: And it was interesting too because like our promotion had to change because in Canada it worked perfectly. It was like, I, I didn't know I was gay before. They, like, I shouldn't say it like that. Like, it's trivial. But it was like, the, all the promotion was much more about like, um, those serious moments. Like,
1: like, I was teased for, was being, teased gay, br- for being gay yeah. before right. I even knew myself. And or, in Canada that was like, mm, or in like, bit, like mm-hmm. like, bitch is equivalent to a female dog. Yeah, and it
2: was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Ireland, they're like, eh. Huh. so like but if I think if in Ireland we'd had like cunt and fag heck have chat they'd be like great like <laughs> that that we like understand what that is you should have that on buttons yeah honestly <laughs> <laughs> and I
0: you, think, have, you should have like cunt and fag buttons yeah. just like whatever honestly and, yeah, that, yeah. and I we think might. that might <laughs> be the way to go You're because welcome. thank you
2: uh, honestly making buttons A huge pain in the ass But know, you know, know Thanks for nothing But uh, <laughs> but like yeah Like that And, and it's interesting Because I think it's, it's Like you know We're a much more PC culture Yeah We are yeah. so much more delicate About like language Like
1: PC or like Live in a bubble world sometimes
0: Have you, have you guys yeah. performed it Anywhere not Toronto Aside from Dublin Like any other Canadian No Because no. I'm kind of curious About whether or not That's a Canadian thing Or whether it's A Toronto thing
1: I think, it, uh, I, I think, know. I think in Toronto it's heightened yeah. for sure. I think, but
2: you know, I think, yeah, and I think it's tough too that we've mm-hmm. also only performed in safe places, right? So, and yeah. uh, I don't know how interested I actually am <laughs> performing it in unsafe spaces, in the sense of if you're not willing to. Like, if you don't fundamentally think women's rights matter mm-hmm. or queer rights matter, then us yelling at each other is just going to be like, yeah, I agree. No, you go through, yeah, what's yeah, like, yeah. Then what's yeah. then? Then it's um, it kind of is a show that is meant for people that are ready to have the harder conversations, mm-hmm. which is the minutia, mm-hmm. right? right? Like. It, what is okay and isn't okay is right. a minutia conversation um, and it's really I think we come down to it's about intent mm-hmm. and intent matters right. um, and like the only straight character or uh, male character straight male character is an ally like uh, like it's like yes. he is not the problem right he is an ally and I think
1: But and then, then I think that this maybe is almost maybe I'm saying too much here with this but like <laughs> the fact that we shut him down as an ally I think is very <laughs> Toronto well,
2: loved it. <laughs> <I> think, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting. Toronto loved it in and Ireland was like, come on. But I think, I, I think <laughs> really? for Toronto
1: it's super poignant is the yeah. fact that people don't want to hear what they don't want to hear, right? Yeah. Like right. when what people sometimes want to like bitch to bitch and sometimes people have yeah. super strong opinions about things that they don't want an answer to. Or yeah. and I
2: think too right now everyone's a little sick of the Allies voice. Like it's like, no, no, just listen. No, we're good, yeah. Yeah, and I think... You know, talk about just being in slightly different places too, right? Yeah. Like, you know, in, in, in like all cultures, like, you know, maybe that the, the way that in Ireland you can speak so freely puts them in an, an advantage. Uh, yeah. But also, you know, gay marriage has only been legal for like two years there and only mm-hmm. a year well, when we were there. So, in some ways, they're behind, right? And yeah. I think so, it's, it's not about good or bad or right and wrong, it's about what brings where for where you're at. And I think for Toronto, um, it was much more like language, right? Yeah, like this language exists, and we do do this, like because we mm. did do that, and it's it is the private conversations, yeah. um, you know. And I've certainly had friends be like, "Those words just shouldn't exist." And I'm like, "But they do," and we say them to each other, yeah. and you can pretend that they don't, but we do. And there, you can say, "Don't reclaim that word, get rid of that word," but we do reclaim, like we do, like yeah, so, yeah, you, know, it's, you know. And in Ireland, it's much more like less about the reclaiming thing. So much as like. Yeah, we're all just going to say it. Yeah. And I have a feeling Scotland will be more similar. And certainly I was in Australia last year. That is also very true there. Mm. Um, It's funny how I I got so offended in Australia all the time. And I swear, (laughs) like, crazy. And I was like, you're not allowed to call me a cunt. Fuck you. (laughs) He's allowed to call me a cunt. But you're not. Not you. Not you. And Mm. it's, you know, but yeah. I know Any other community, I don't know. I, I feel like... I am not interested in dealing with people who are still dealing with basic homophobia right. and misogyny. Mm-hmm. If that's where you're at, then you need to go and like you need to go take ten steps back and rewatch the yeah. the Laramie Project. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you need to watch you know the Crucible and decide if you really hate sluts. Like yeah. you're you're in a different place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh,
1: show is not for like the people who. Will and Grace, who'd watch like Will and Grace, and like Jack's funny because he's so gay. Yeah, like like who who don't actually. I think it's so
2: cutting edge. So
1: yeah, it's not for them at this point. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
2: Yeah, it was for us. (laughs) (laughs) And we we did it. And if you think about it, we've done it for two queer play festivals, playwright festivals, and then in an improv theater, super left wing improv theater, and then and then and then a theater festival. So. Super gay things across the board and women and also the company I work for is very female Like driven so it's like very safe spaces very like this is for you Mm -hmm. And I have a feeling in this circumstance as well. We'll be in a Mm -hmm. similar boat, although it'll be interesting It'll be also general audiences, but it's theater audiences. So yeah, I don't know. It's interesting I we certainly like I know your partner's family came and they were certainly not theater people, but they were not homophobic people. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily yeah. people that had been exposed to that kind of stuff, but they loved it. Really had a good laugh, and I think it made them think. And I'm like, that's perfect. If yeah. you're like, I love my gay son and his partner, but also I don't really see plays, and I don't know that I'm really, I don't have the language to talk about it, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Let us do that talking for you, yeah. and we'll make you laugh on the journey. But if you're like not quite sure if you hate people that are different than you... Uh, why are you at a theater
1: festival? <laughs> I, I think one of the like strongest points for me in the journey of this show has been knowing that uh, in talking to people after the show that there are a number of people who have seen it who are not theater goers so much to say that they had never seen theater in their mm. lives and they walked out of it really enjoying it and we changed their perception of what mm. theater is or could be. Mm. Um, okay. and And, you know living in that place of non-traditional theater but still being definitely theater um i think was definitely strength of the show and i'm yeah. proud of that
0: yeah awesome this is great thank you you guys it's been fun. it's been a lot of fun thank Thanks. you yes,
1: absolutely